Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. Uh, today, I'm very happy to have on Shabzi, uh, who you may know as the frontman for the band State Lights. And, uh, or if you managed to catch the fantastic performance that he had of Bronsky Beats' uh, Small Town Boy on the Late Late Show a while ago. But uh, today, we'll be chatting about his solo project. So Shabzi's released two singles so far, which is Vanity and Driven, and I'm sure there's plenty more to come after that as well. I know I know there's plenty more to come after that as well. But uh, it was fantastic recording with him. We recorded in his humble abode. And uh, yeah, so we chatted about what it's like to be a solo musician, like the difference of a band, and like what it's like to be a solo musician in Ireland, and how Shabzi goes about his creative process. It was super cool having him on. I think I've already said that, but... Um, like, uh, if for any of those who don't know, actually, uh, State Lights and Shabzi were the uh, first people to ever give me a professional design job designing for them. So uh, I owe a lot to them. And uh, anyway, here's the theme music from Zach Stevenson. So we're here for another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host Barra, and with me today, I'll stop using the chair while I'm doing the introduction. Is uh, Shabzi? Thanks so much for coming on, man. It's great to see you. Hello, Barra. It's great to see you. It's been actually quite a while since we've seen each other, I believe. It has been a while. So is that coffee, coffee too strong? <laughs> <laughs> I make strong coffee. Yes, uh, pure black coffee. It, was, it is gorgeous. <laughs> don't worry. Do you know? I was actually I was only doing this today because I'm applying for jobs now at the moment, and I'm putting together my portfolio it's a job that i hate doing but i still have all the state light stuff in it oh right yes yeah 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 Yeah, so there's some great stuff there um the artwork that we did together still have a personal Mm -hmm. favorite freedom is it was my personal favorite what would be yours actually just actually how did that come about that freedom one like what was the it's a rose in it was a fake rose in our front in our uh front room of the house the family house yeah and for whatever reason, when I was walking by, we have stained glass windows next to our door. So there's mm. that kind of shine. Mm. So I just took three photos of it of the same and I just layered them over together. I loved that too, actually. I just thought because it was such a abstract, but just perfect looking image. Yeah, you know? but they also, if you don't, if you zoom in on the text, the text has like a tiny little holes in the middle of it, which mm. I always love. And I've tried to put it into other designs and just like, it just didn't work. But yeah, no, Freedom is one of the ones that I'm just like, nailed it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I also loved, I loved the, um, the well, painted... Peace will come. Peace, yeah. peace sign for peace. Peace will come. I just thought that was it was a, it was branding basically at was, that time. For see, well, per, peace will come was the first one where I did it and I felt like a comfortable designer because I was doing stuff from Monkey and I never really had like it was poster work and then you guys were like, do you want to do your a single cover? And I was like, I'll have a go. Yeah. And I was delighted. Well, no, there was the I actually drive home was the was another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peace will come was the one where I was just like, okay, this actually looks so unbelievably professional that I was surprised at myself. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it's like it, was, it, would, it would have been good enough for any any band, you yeah. know what I mean, in the world. You know, it was it was a great, great piece of work. That was, So one of the questions that I'm assuming musicians who've been doing music for a while are love hearing is what was your first foray into music? <laughs> so like I've, I've actually, you know, I, I've, I've kind of had a few answers about this over the years when people have asked me that, but I've actually, the, the actual honest answer of music is in, not, not, not just falling in love with bands, right? But falling in love with mu- like yeah. the concept of sound and performance is actually river dance. Okay, so like you know that's that it, is not what I thought you were going to say. No, I know. So, <laughs> so it was that. It really was. It was um like as in my earliest memory of like interacting with something musically yeah. was was that in my grandparents' front room, um and like just watching on the TV. Like so, they had a videotape of the 
the kind of the opening of Riverdance that happened in the point. Oh, the the um, the. It wasn't actually from the Eurovision. The Eurovision. No, because yeah. the Eurovision was like you know the first ever yeah. one of it, which is obviously oh, was it? incredible. Like that was the yeah that was the debut of it, and then they then did a. Uh, they were like, "Why well, we have to make this a live stage show?" And then they turned it into a live stage show, and then they, they it, it debuted at the point. Um, and uh, oh, wow, I did not know. I was that. actually at the twenty fifth anniversary of it. I still have never seen. It. I'd love to see it. It's, 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 it's I, I sound like I'm p- promoting. Yeah, yeah. But it's currently in. I think it's in the gate gaiety, or I think it's something like that. It's. it's I'm gonna go because um, I went to I went to the twenty five year anniversary of it in three arena, and it was just like you know, fantastic, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, well, that was my first. Um, my first thing about music was seeing that and Michael Flatley as a performer you know this just rock star character is what because he, oh, yeah, he, like, he made it rock like it was a rock star thing like you know and putting the arms up like that and everything like that and the yeah, and, it was strictly hands by the, the side was the, yeah, the rule yeah it was yeah. kind of like an Elvis moment for yeah, yeah, Irish yeah. dancing you know it was like you know I'm going to be a really sexy person. No, but I remember my granny talk. We were watching something with my granny and she was like, you've no idea like when Michael Flatley came around and tried to change Irish dancing, mm. that there was like a restriction to it almost like, you know, like when Alice Cooper came about or something like it was just like, it was like, wait, what? He's changing what this yeah. is? Like, yeah. yeah. And it's so funny that like these kind of pioneer characters is that they're kind of half hated at, at, yeah, at the yeah, outset. Yeah. Like Elvis. I saw the Elvis film. I won't do any spoilers for anyone who hasn't My seen. My mom's seen it tonight. But like, like you know, jealous. but like you know, the story that everyone knows that there was negative reaction towards Elvis too. When mm-hmm. he, it wasn't just like we love Elvis. It was you know, this guy should be you know taken off air because of how sexual he's being. Yeah. So it was similar. Now it wasn't as strong as that, I'd say, but people were definitely upset, maybe within the tradition of Irish music mm. or Irish dancing, um, to what was happening. But anyway, I thought it was amazing, <laughs> and I loved the silk kind of stuff he was wearing the big belt it was just kind of like it was just all yeah. it was very sexual yeah, you know the flamboyancy of so, it, yeah. it was flamboyant and it was like it was very masculine as well as being so uh emotive maybe uh, what you might call feminine which was being kind of like you know, revealing with, mm. with with he was very revealing because he, he is a heterosexual man as well he is isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 very much so I yeah. he does <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we won't get into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like, where did the um, where did the singing voice come about? Because, like, <clears throat> was it was it just like did you start off singing and then you because you know the falsettos and stuff? Like, did that come about naturally, or was that kind of this is because it is a very it's a very distinct singing voice. Like, the characterism of, of of your voice is incredible. So, so I I I how would I, I don't know really what what the answer is to that other than I watched things I loved. Yeah, and tried to emulate what I was hearing. That's okay. simply what it is. And and it worked. And that was simple as, you know. So yeah. like with Freddie Mercury, I just loved him doing what he was doing. And I went, let me see if I can do that. And I learned through that. And and actually Bono is a person who has an unbelievable falsetto that people oh. don't really Bono, give like, him enough I, of. I was actually meaning to say this to you. Like I, <laughs> I was raised on U2 when I was growing up. Mm. And I was like, they are very, very under... Well, like I know, well, you wouldn't call them underrated, but they get so much hate. You're just like... Are you aware of like the shit they did? Yeah, the, people have forgotten. Yeah, you know, they, they don't really actually have. like they literally were one of the best and are, in my opinion, still like you know the greatest band, live band of all time. Well, sure, the edge, like the characters of his guitars and everything, oh, just like and the, yeah, how they changed and what they did. Like you know, they're they're an extraordinary band. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a U two for every day of the week. That's what I like <laughs> to think about. But anyway, but Bono, like as in his his vocal capabilities in his falsetto that he really used in the nineties was something that like just blew my mind you know what I mean mm. like at the end of one you know those howls that are at the end of one or 
you know there's loads of examples of it you know but like uh but yeah but i just like evolution like that the, the woohoo like something as simple as that is so iconic yeah in yeah, music. yeah 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 completely completely so yeah so it was like it was literally through emulation and trial mm. kind of that i figured out that it was there oh, really and good. it was it's pure luck though is what i would describe yes yeah. and then like i know you're, you're a solo musician now was that always the case or like because i know state lights was a bim you found you met everybody in bim yes like did you yeah. go in you I th- you went you were you were songwriting in bim wasn't it i was so i was yeah, a songwriter yeah. in bim and i was kind of doing i was i had no plan basically you know i i, I knew i wanted to meet people hmm. that were musical and musically minded but i i had no plan as to what shape that would take so i actually started under the name shabzi which I've now gone back to um, since State Lights has come to an end. But I, um, uh, you know, I, I started like that and then, you know, we got together and like it just naturally felt like this, yeah, is, a, yeah. this is a group. And it, and it was and it was a great time. And, I, you know, I, I would have been interested to see what would have happened if the pandemic didn't fall where it, where it, where it did. Because yeah. like we were, we were probably doing the best we'd ever done in terms of ticket sales in Ireland. He had a show Before to that. play as well, wasn't it? Just kept getting rescheduled. Yeah, we did. So we were, well. so we had yeah. sold out Whelan's main room, and you know, which is always a big deal when yeah. you do that. And so we were delighted with that. We played our first gig in London, and you know, a couple of fun things were happening from that. And we had a great manager who came on board, who sadly since passed away. I was sorry to hear that, Steve Strange, and I'd love to just even talk about him for a second because yeah, like, he was away. just an amazing, amazing person that was so encouraging to me. Um, he 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 passed away. God, how long ago was it? Is it now? Maybe six to eight months ago and so he was he was one of the biggest music agents i know the name like I so, so the there's, name. there's there's a confusion that okay. he had that he used to suffer from a lot <laughs> a guy called steve strange who was well not suffer from by the way he's an awesome dude from a, a, a group called visage in the 80s right so he was like this he's a lead singer awesome dude called steve strange this steve strange that i'm talking about is the music agent yeah and so he's cold but he's caught he found coldplay in the 90s and he, he remained their music agent. He, Eminem's music agent. He's um, Snow Patrol. Um, like, isn't he guided these, wow, some yeah. the biggest acts in the world. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so like he was a wonderful person and I, I happened to run into him in Dublin a couple of years ago. And, um, uh, you know, just we just hit it off, you know, and he started managing the band and then sadly he passed away. So like, you know, the, there was a hell of a lot went on yeah, I can't that, really imagine in that period of time. I can't imagine. But um, yeah. Well, you know, everyone can. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, isn't like I have no problem with people saying that they can imagine stuff because, like, yeah, everyone went through crap there. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway, the between that happening, the, the the band breaking up. But the last thing that he actually said to me on the phone, the last conversation I ever had with Steve Strange was him saying to me that he thinks I should go solo. That's oh, honestly wow. what he said. And I went, right, okay. Because like, at that point, a member of the band had left the band mm. over COVID. Um, you know, and we, we were staring down this thing, you know, of just like, you know, we'd been a band for quite a while. Yeah. And we would literally be starting again. We, like, you know, we had lost momentum, you know. And, uh, but yeah, he, that was the last thing he said. I, I, if I were you right now, I would do this. Hmm. And I thought about that for ages. It's and we, that we all leave on, isn't it? it it's yeah. like, you know, and it's a, so I, and I pursued that and, it's going very well so far, but but I always have that in the back of my head that you know Steve said to do this, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? But no, that's an interesting one. Um, but I, I was just like with the solo thing now, like um, obviously you know so told to go well not told was he said recommended going solo. How do you find it like in terms of a writing from a writing thing? Because it must be a very different world of uh, creativity when you're doing it by yourself compared to with a band. Like, yeah yeah so like the 
I miss that live room situation a little bit where, you know, you, you get, you go to rehearsal and you, you play and, off and, you, people, and you play yeah. off. That's really, that was great. I loved doing that. But it's, I suppose how I just describe it is as, as different. It's because there's great positivity as well to not having to uh, talk to somebody else about <laughs> what to do. So like, that's good as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, there's good sides to all of it. Um, and so after that happened and after like the, the kind of the decision was made, which between everybody right okay listen maybe we should just park this because and that's how we said it we said we were going to park state lights in that yeah you know, I know some, it, wasn't, someday, it wasn't a strict breakup it someday was, we'll because like because we didn't feel like that we weren't actually it was just kind of recognizing what was going on that's yeah. almost what it was but like we like i i i could see a world in which that'll come back around someday and we just because like there, we have a bank of music that we never released you know so um, like loads so like you know yeah, no, you, you were one of those bands that you you kept sending me different singles all the time and I was just like do you guys take a break at all in terms mm. of writing music <laughs> yeah no it was constant you know so but like yeah so we we, you know we, we said we'd park that but anyway but the the straight after that happened I went into the process of 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 kind of I've always been writing songs that I would describe as solo yeah. music that didn't match with what State Lights were doing um, in different styles and stuff like that. So I'd always been doing that. But then after that, I went up, I had up where I was staying during um, the majority of the pandemic. And I went, I had like a setup in my attic and I just recorded there on my own all day for, you know, six to eight, six to eight months, I'd say. Oh, wow. Um, like all the time. And so I've got, a, I've got a big bank now, yeah, which is great. Yeah. So I, I felt before I released my first single, I felt like, you know, this is just a taste now of what's because like there's literally so many styles there and vibes and, uh, you know, it's kind of almost like what 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 yeah, what, what to do, am yeah. I gonna do? You know, and like I love that feeling because it's like you know it's it's not like I'm like you know well I have one thing now and if this doesn't work this is all that's gonna you know this yeah. is all I've got. It's not. I I feel like I've got a lot of different sides and I'm excited to seeing dripping them out. Yeah, and it must be kind of like a like a lot more kind of freeing in that you don't have to worry about it having to sound sim- like you don't have to worry about the band aspect of it. And that's mm. not in a bad way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But with the band, like I know friends and bands and occasionally like one guy will like I discovered a new band. He's like, let's make it sound like this. And then three others are just like, no, yeah. you can just go today. I want to do this. I can do this like straight away. Like Yes, completely. Yeah. And, and actually it's very common in solo, in the solo pop world, say that as an artist, you can genre hop it and it's oh, kind yeah. of accepted, you know, um, which which I like to an extent and also don't like another way as in like I don't I like the the, the idea of some cohesion within a pro within a period of a project. Mm. So as in like I do like the idea of a collection of songs having somewhat of a similar tone rather than yeah. like an album of like, you know, a genre hopping madness. See, I'm it, not as into that. It depends on who it works for. Like there's bands like Fall Out Boy, not Fall Out Boy, uh, Faith and More who do the genre hopping thing. You're like, this is great. But the, it is, you have to, you have to be very clever with the way that you do and you can't just have it kind of, you know, ridiculously all over the place because I'd be the same. I just like, I like, like say for instance, my favorite artist at the moment is Charlie XCX. I've made no, yeah. I love Charlie X. When she does an album, Every single one is like a new era of Charlie, but it still very much sounds like a cohesive project. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying yeah. I like. You yeah. know, so I I, I like I love the concept of change. Like, oh my God, like David Bowie, love it. You know, like, is yeah. it like, you know, it's my that's favorite thing. Literally the, the the absolute king of doing the change of... Yeah, uh, yeah. so, you know, th- th- I've grown up on that idea and love the idea of just allowing yourself as an artist and a person to be someone new mm. in different... Like, I, I love that. Um, but yeah, I do. But I do like the idea of there being some level of of, of painting a world uh, for each era of that you're in. Yeah. And like naturally, right now, the first one that I seem to be in 
is is uh, as I'm launching this is kind of is a 80s influenced synth pop world mm. with with um with with modern influences also. So yeah, that that kind of is naturally where it is. But there's other songs that are just completely different, you know. And I'm kind of going right. How what am I going to do about that? But the I'm just kind of following my nose at the moment yeah. and just going whatever feels natural and feels right. And I'm kind of doing you know the 80s thing must be hard because like with the trying to see i i there's bands that do do this trying to sound like the 80s but it must be very hard to make it sound not exactly like the 80s if you know mm. what i mean like trying to make something that's very identifiable to people to new i think you do it very very well by the way but mm. that must be so hard to try and get right when you're putting it together yeah and like and it's something that actually i'm stepping into the world of, of getting even more guidance on because i'm interested in that of like because all the stuff i've released so far is self-produced from the attic yeah. that I was in and like I wouldn't call myself a like a very good at using software I follow my nose I don't like I don't know what I couldn't tell you like okay well this is the the transponder yeah. that goes in <laughs> yeah. the, this bus I don't know what all that means I'm just kind of finding my feet with it <laughs> but yeah for, like as in I, I find that like sim- very simple things in the production can bring it to a modern day yeah. context you know and choosing to not do certain things that will maybe leave it stuck in the 80s because I don't want to be stuck in any era. I yeah. want to be influenced by um, and take the best from, let's say, different bits. So actually, that's something I probably need a bit of guidance with. And I'm, I'm actually in the process now of starting to work with some new people and oh, fantastic. stuff like that. So that should be that should be interesting. And how um, how did you uh, approach performing live? And like I know you and like I know you still have Joe with you when you're on stage, mm. but like how did like was it kind of kind of strange going up there? Uh, to go on, you know, when you're used to having the the full band, well, you do. Would you have like? Is it so? Currently, I just do it with Joe. You, but, oh, but, yeah, but okay. Actually, we're going to develop that for the next show. Um, that's getting announced very soon, actually. Um, but the the um, yeah, so like the you know the, the 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 current setup is just is me and Joe Joe on keys, and uh, doing live synth with you know a, a, so it's very much a pop pr- presentation. Mm. Which, as you're saying, as you're probably asking, like, what's the difference between that and a band feeling? Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it is, it's big because when you have a drum kit behind your head, bash being bash, yes. you know, it's like you know, you, you always feel it on your back, you know, uh, like as, as a kind of a, which is great if it's pushing you forward. You like you feel the thumpingness yeah. behind you, and with this, it like the the stage is more bare. But like, but and that also then and that just leaves you there as a singer and a performer, which is which I kind of love too. Yeah, but so it's, it's like kind it's of very naked. But also, yeah, you know, naked is a great word to describe it. Yeah, yeah it's imagine. very naked, and it kind of goes right. Well, you have to rise to this now and be interesting, you know, as a performer, because like when there's so many things to look at on a stage, you can you know you can get, you can get away with maybe not but like when it's when it's really centered on on what you're doing. You know everything is considered, and but I can I love that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which I, anyone who knows me is like I don't I don't mind uh, you know yeah, yeah. Like, being actually, the center of attention. That's that's, that, that's actually good because I I remember watching you perform live and I was like I was like that's not something that like that there's either you either have that or you don't because you come on and you come across as a very confident performer. Like was it was that kind of always the case? Like you were always performing when you're, even when you were younger or well, like, I, was it lear- I, was it a learned thing? I put on live shows for my family in our front oh, room. No way. <laughs> well, live shows I'd be like right um like literally this happened one day where I was like um I'd learned the whole of Queen live at Wembley. There's like a it's a famous kind of live performance yeah. know, like from 1986. 
Is um, the, the live aid performance? I, I I also did that film. Okay, as yeah. in I performed basically half of the day of live aid for them <laughs> on the DVD. We used to thing. have that DVD collection as well. It was unbelievable. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was you know, fantastic. But I I would learn it off by heart in the front room, all the different bits. But with Queen Queen live from Wembley in 1986, which is a full show of theirs a year after Live Aid. Um, I went to my mom and was just like, you know, uh, would you like to watch me perform Queen Live at Wembley, you know, yeah. from start to finish? And uh, she was like, okay. <laughs> so Was she enthused? She, well, <laughs> she, she was, I could see concern in her face. Okay. She was just like, I think this is going to be something he's going to be doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. um, <laughs> and this could, uh, this could bring a lot of heartbreak to our family. But, uh, but yeah, like, cause it's like a two hour show and I just, and she's, but like, did she, you do the whole thing? I did the whole thing. Oh, wow. So like, okay. in, so like she's watched, she's watched the whole thing for like two hours. She was just like, what have I raised? Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is concerning. But, um, you know, what age were you? Sorry. It was probably eight or nine. Oh, I wish you had that on video. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> yeah. And I had my own Freddie Mercury stick that I'd made out of like toilet rolls and stuff oh, like incredible. that. Oh, incredible. Mm. I yeah. suppose if you're going to have an idol to replicate, you know, Freddie Mercury's not really a bad one to have. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. I I, I would like to think that he, he liked my interpretation as an eight or nine year old. Somewhere um, in heaven, wherever do, he was. Do you know what video I saw recently was him? Um, he uh, Sid Vicious came into their recording studio when they were. I heard about this. And yeah. um, just started being, <sighs> just started being a prick basically, mm. and started messing with him. And Freddie Mercury, because everybody thinks you know Freddie Mercury. I think it must be even maybe to do with the fact that he was gay or that you know mm. this kind of stuff that he wouldn't be the kind of hard lad. I yeah. don't know, just the way the thought was. But he went up to him and. Propped up his collars, I think, on his jacket, and then just pushed and just fucked him out of the room yeah. like it went flying, and then just went back into the room like nothing else. Apparently, the whole room was like, "Whoa, what was that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Freddie was a fiery oh, character from what I can yeah. see. Like you know, I, know. I always find the we won't talk about it too much, but the depiction of him in Bohemian Rhapsody mm. is nothing, nothing to the depiction that I've, I've from what I've heard of him of people who knew him and all that kind it, of character. De- definitely seems like a PG version, very of, PG of, version, of, yeah, of, of him. And as you say, like you know, we could—that's a rabbit hole that you could go down. But uh, we have don't—we don't have enough time. Oh, we don't to have do enough that. time to do that. But yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. But uh, so the latest single, uh, "Driven." I was just wondering, like, what went into kind of um, writing that song? Because I heard that you were uh, listening to hip hop. What kind of inspired mm. a good bit of it? Mm. Yeah. So, so like, like that. So that's an interesting kind of thing when we were talking about merging of styles. Yeah. Um, I love the way Kanye West, yay however it is he wants to be called at the moment. God. God. Um, listen, he's not far off. He's something like that. He's a demigod of some description. But um, uh, anyway, but like he, he, he you know, I, I think he's probably one of the more interesting artists of oh, the modern yeah. era. Like I don't like him, but I, I, I can appreciate that he's a very interesting and as, as I don't think anyone character. can question his artistry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, let alone like whatever about anything else. But like he, you know, his artistry is is is, ex- no, is extraordinary. Yeah, his back catalogue is ridiculous. Like yeah. even, his, even his production and all that kind of carry on is Completely. crazy. Yeah. And 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 that's like that's a great example actually of someone who like you know takes samples from songs that are classic and puts them into these contexts with these hip hop beats and yeah, it's just like, what is going on? And it's like, yeah. wow, you know? So I employed a bit of that and I took an eighties kind of sound and brought it with, uh, what I, I, you kind of like a bit of a, you know, a hip hop movement to it. And, you know, you could almost, I almost feel like that song could, you could hear a rap on it as a verse or something, mm. but there isn't one, but like it, it, it could easily be a pr- production of that sort of artist. I yeah, think. no, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. and, so I, I kind of thought it would be interesting of like, what if I did a few productions that are 
what I would nearly think of as if I was a hip hop artist, but actually be a singer. Yeah. So so that's so I've done loads of tracks like that in that style, um, which I think brings a modernity to the yeah, more yeah. classic sounds that I'd use. And that that was one of the devices of, of getting into what we were discussing there of trying to make it sound modern. And um, but also merging what I do what I do love about modern music is really good hip hop, you know. Like I think I think there's some terrible modern music. <laughs> but yeah. there's some really interesting great stuff too. Yeah. And that's coming predominantly from like really good rappers, I think, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like the rap one's weird now because like um I listen to like, there's a, there's a good few rappers that I listen to and I'm just kind of like this always blows my mind. But then you have ones that are super famous and you're just like why are they why are they the ones that are like crazy famous, mm, you know? Mm. Yeah, and it's the same it's the same with pop songs. Like I'm not now I'm not shitting on anybody's music taste. You can yeah. I don't really mind. Mm. But there's so much amazing stuff out there that you're like how is this not absolutely because it's so interesting and so different mm. like even the likes of like danny brown like atrocity exhibition i know for hip-hop heads they would be like that's mm. a, that's a standard album mm. but that's one of those albums i remember listening to the first time i was like how do you even rap on beat on these beats it's just it's just nuts like i, I don't know what what like i think that's the thing of like why does anyone ever become massive at any time you know, yeah. it's kind of like like there's there's examples of that in all genres isn't there you know um mm. but yeah like as in I, I do think though that like the general pop scene is is being a little bit held up by those kind of artists, you know, the in terms bill, of interesting billboard top fifty type of thing. Yeah, yeah. as in like, and I because I, I think that a lot of them are are songs that have like maybe have had twenty songwriters on them and yeah. are a one off pop song that is designed to get loads of Spotify streams. Everyone's already involved. Made, made for TikTok to become TikTok made, famous made, is the latest you know, thing. You're like, yeah. you're like deliberately made, yeah. you know, for something, and you can you can actually tell. When a track is made like that. Oh, no, you, you can, because it but, has, like, fucking 12 lines that are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. and, like, you, you can just feel it off. You can just smell it off a track when someone hasn't bled a little bit for this. The insincerity in it. Yeah, yeah. and, like, you need to... If, if, you're, if you are going to make music, I cannot see the point in m- making something that doesn't even have a bit of you in it. You know, yeah. or a bit of something that you feel oh, I, in it. Like, God, yeah, yeah. you know, but that's becoming very regular, you know. But like, it's even I like, and you notice it with artists. And I actually, uh, I bring her up every episode. I really have to stop. Charlie XCX's latest album, my friend was like, she has like 15 songs on uh, writers on that album. I was like, to be fair, if you go through her other albums, generally most of the songs have about her and AJ Cook and then another person that I, I reckon that one. But he's like, so it doesn't make her a real artist. And I was like, no, but she's she's still in the room writing it. Do you oh, yeah, know? Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's, that. It's the people that are like just not even present for the writing of the song for an entire 16 songs. And there's even, and I can understand, you can still put yourself into a song you didn't write. I'm very, I still think that. But Absolutely. Like, but yeah. what, I, and what I'm saying is exactly like you have these 13 songs or 14 songs that make up an album, you know, 40 minutes of music. You spend a year going over it. And you didn't put an oomph of yourself into it. You yeah. can hear it straight away. You can yeah. hear it straight away. Yeah. Or, or or a lot of the times, actually, they're, they're, they're songs that come and go very quickly mm. with an artist that you don't even know the name of, but it's all over the radio. And you're like, who is that? And it's just a passing song mm. that's been, you know, that's been part of the the kind of the Rolodex of things. But like, but someone who I think is doing a very good job of that, and I'm sure has, I'm pretty sure has loads of amazing writers on them. Um, the latest album and because it's not a it's not a bad thing as you say because i'll probably be doing that yeah. as a solo artist now i'm actually going into the world of co-writes a bit because it's like it's 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 kind of not you can't get away from that it's it's part yeah, yeah, of yeah. the modern context and so instead of being negative about it i'm going to try and be positive and say right this will enhance and 
this this will stretch me, mm. but I, but I'm staying in control. And that's one thing I know that I'm going to do as I go. I'm staying in control. I, I'm the center of the of the artistry under the name Shabzi. Yeah. But let's let's have let's let's all you know. Let's see what people have got because yeah, yeah. like great producers that are writers, great things. These great collab like Eno and Bowie, like you know, th- Brian, these yeah. you know these amazing collaborations. I want to be part of that kind of a thing as well. So I've to- I've total interest in in that. But I think Harry Styles' new album. I don't know if you've listened to any, but like, I, it, like yeah. there's some brilliant, interesting pop songs. You know, there, Zach you know? keeps giving out to me. Our friend, you know, uh, yeah. Zach Stevenson, your cousin actually. Yeah, which is enough. Yeah, crazy. I love that. <laughs> I think it's third cousin. Yeah, <laughs> or second, co- second um, third cousin. But uh, he keeps he, he doesn't keep giving out to me. But he, he's like he's like, how have you not listened to Harry Styles? And I was like, I don't know why. I just haven't got around to just sitting down and listening to it. He goes. You'd fucking love it's so good. Yeah. And then occasionally you'll be at a friend's house and a Harry Styles song will come out and be like, Who is that? It's yeah, like, yeah. Harry Styles. It's like, and he's no, like, damn you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like particularly now the new album, because like, you know, I I liked Watermelon and Sugar stuff. I liked those songs that, you know, those original kind of singles. I was like, Yeah, they're good and I like them. But like I felt like this now really like some of them are just like I'm like, that's really interesting pop yeah. music, you know? But I'm like, anyone who released that would be like, that's brilliant. But it's, and, it, and I'm delighted that he's one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest male artist in the world. Yeah. And he's releasing good pop music. That's great for the mainstream. People Because there be, hasn't been. Oh, no, and The Weeknd, I think, is an exception to that. I think he's oh, great too. Oh, The Weeknd, After Hours, was one of the best uh, pop Incredible. albums I've heard in recent... Pop mm. R&B albums I've heard in recent yeah. memory. Mm. But like, uh, Harry Styles is one of those artists that like... Um, I find it, it's funny, people still won't shake the fact that he was in uh, One Direction and they still think it's that kind of like bubblegum pop. And it's like... Yeah. No, from what I've heard, for the very little that I've heard, is that it's genuine artistry. Not to say, you know, they weren't, but it's like a real kind of personal journey of pop music. And it's very... So, yeah. So maybe where there had been a team in One Direction that was completely calling the shots. In in, in this setup, it's clear that his heart is in what he's doing, Mm. like fully. And that's what we were discussing just a second ago. And you can tell. And you can tell he cares in the live performances, you can tell, and he's actually only getting better and better and better as I a performer. I heard the pro parking, you know, insane. He's, like, do, he's yeah. doing like from the guy because I remember when he first did Sign of the Times on uh, one of the American TV shows, and he was like fairly, you know, a bit just like Fallon or something, wasn't? Yeah, it? and he yeah. was like he was a little bit nervous looking because he would have been, I'm sure, yeah. launching himself as a new thing, but like now he's like this chalk and cheese. Like this guy's yeah. like going around. It's like a fashion icon as well. Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. and I, I just like you know. I'm starting to really get on that train, basically, is what I'm saying, because, like, this latest bit of music, I've been like, this guy, fair play to, because, like, we need good music in the mainstream that doesn't sound like it was written without any heart, basically. And he's doing something that has heart in it, and I appreciate that massively. And uh, speaking of, before we move on to the quickfire questions, like, uh, what is next to come, actually, with the project? Like, um, So, so yeah, so I'm talking to a couple of different people, which is great. Um, I can't really say anything about that now that I say it. That's but, okay, um, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but yeah, so a couple of good things there that um, before I release something else, I'm just waiting to see what develops with some things. Um, but I will be continuing to just release things like that. But Fantastic. The, uh, and I have a show that's about to be released, or sorry, released, uh, announced um, very soon uh, in Dublin again. And actually one thing I can say, which I'm very excited by, is the uh, I'm playing at the... Uh, Collins Barracks shows. Um, oh with, no way! So there's there's a Thin Lizzy night with the uh, RT Symphony Orchestra, um, which is going to be amazing. So uh, and it's in Collins Barracks. It's in Collins Barracks. It's just so there it's a, for Pride. It's an unbelievable. Were you there for that? Brilliant. So it's like yeah, a, yeah, as an outdoor venue. It's cool. It's is it? unbelievable. So like when we were there, so like Rena, I went for Rena Sawayama and Peaches, and 
it the stage thing was great but then you go into just the actual square and that's where just like you know there's a dj set going on mm-hmm. and some i was like this why hasn't this been why haven't yeah. i been here before for a venue yeah it's fantastic and it's the center it's the center of town basically center of town it's like Kamenum, you know it's like it's like that kind of you know area so it's like you know it's it's excellent so i'm very excited to, oh no it was brilliant so to oh, do that'd, that. be ama- that'd be fantastic yeah yeah and uh I was about to say Leonard Skinner, not Leonard Skinner, Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Thin Lizzy, yeah. So yeah. like a night of Thin Lizzy music with the with the symphony orchestra, like that'll be interesting to see actually how that translates, you know, uh, to, yeah, a, to an orchestra. I don't, I like that's the other thing because they're it's very rock and roll. So it, it like, is. It's, it's literally the definition of rock and roll. Yeah, like, so. but like you know, good songs are good songs. Very good so songs, it's like yeah. you know. It, 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 I'm sure it'll translate great um, so I'm just honoured to be asked to do that um, oh that would be amazing so that would be really really good so. is that a ticket event like, can you get tickets to it yeah you can get tickets for Sweet. that yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah, yeah. I'll try and get on that yeah that'd <laughs> I'm be a little nice. broke at the moment after the last four days of gigs <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, so yeah this is the point where we do uh, quick fire questions now they're not difficult well depending on you can make them difficult if you want mm. but um, we'll go through so you want quick answers is that well, right well no actually to be honest, I say quick fire you can spend as much time on as you want them but uh, so the nor- the first one the question that I always ask is, uh, what was the first and last album that you bought? Okay. Um, or listen to because I know some people don't buy listen to. The first the first <laughs> single that I bought I know okay I know the first album I bought as well okay but the first single I bought is you spin me right round no like a record, way baby. Um, which is that's a good one that's which a is good great one. Yeah. but like you know like you know Wait, can't believe it like can't believe I, I was i was tiny like you know i was absolutely tiny and i was like i just heard the song i was obsessed with it and yeah, I, it's a great before, song. And like you know so we went and found a single version of it and i bought that um the first album that i bought was uh how to dismantle atomic bomb i believe oh um, fantastic yeah so i think i would have been 10 is Vertigo uh, on nine. the album? Vertigo's on, on the album, album. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been That's nine. That's a brilliant album. Yeah. And that was the first one where I went, okay, I'm going to use this bit of money that I have from the other day or whatever to get this. Mm. And so I, you know, I took it very, you know, like like you always do. I took yeah. it very seriously. I own this. This is mine. <laughs> and so I listened. No, you can't play it in your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I listened to it so yeah. bloody much you know i distinctly remember when that album coming out because we had this like old that i have ended up getting we had this old kind of like cd deck that you put five cds in mm. but we'd put vertigo we'd put that on in the first one and you just you'd hear the th- the cd changing and mm. then would realize there's no other cds in and go back to play it and play the album from start to finish again yeah yeah it, i think i think that was one of those cds that we played so much in our house that it just stopped working yeah i know, I, together. know. Yeah. Yeah, I love that <laughs> and then the latest um I'll be I'll be honest. I'm sorry to say that I have I haven't been buying much music, um, other than being on Spotify, which is terrible because I, you know, would we all complain about Spotify? But what I have done, I do remember feeling the need to buy, um, Damn by Kendrick Lamar when it came out. It was probably about two or three years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like I definitely was like I just loved it so much. I was like, God, I'm very I'm, good album. I'm, yeah. I'm buying this, you know, or just you know, so. Um, but like I actually I don't like I don't have a record setup or anything you know so oh that was what I spent most of my uh, I, I had all this money saved up for going abroad and then of course the world stopped so uh, I was like got myself the new laptop and then my friend Zach again was just like because you know you could get a you could get a record player I was yeah. just like don't say that to me yeah and I was like I was like because I was like that will literally ruin my life <laughs> and he came over after about a year of having it and he was like for fuck's sake Barra I was like what he goes how you have this many records yeah, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. it's like it's all I spent my money on yeah. and he goes like, you have a problem <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do that I see I like um, 
yeah, I'd love to do that because like it is like it is I, it's I, a very expensive habit though. <laughs> it is an expensive habit, but but it's but it's an extremely yeah. worthy one. But the you know the and I do kind of miss that uh the intimacy, you know, because yeah. with, with with a with an album because the Yeah, and to read all the liner notes and all that Yeah, kind of it's on, like yeah. it's amazing. Like and like I was actually at one time I was I was staying in a house for a friend that was that had an amazing record collection and had an amazing, you know, player that yeah, was yeah. sort of really good quality of, of it as well. And um and I was like, oh my God, you know, and I just literally spent the week I was house sitting and I just spent the week listening to music and you know, and I was going, This yeah. it's just I, I just, you know, felt but even, unbelievable. I know? love even hearing just the the sound the sound of the record scratching mm. even a little bit and all. It's it is a lovely thing. I remember my I remember my auntie insisted, um, she was just like, Is it does it really sound that much better? And I was just like, it probably doesn't sound an extreme amount better mm. but it definitely has a quality to it that CDs and digital stuff yeah. doesn't doesn't it have. does have a different yeah. it does have a different one but I, and and regardless of that anyway it just has the um the respect that you give what the music yeah, you yeah. hear is is heightened and I miss that I really miss that because you know because we all had that I, we would be at the age group that experienced that even with CDs oh sure I have you if, know that you'd be you'd love you'd love putting on your CD that you you know and like it was a, it was like a it was ritualistic 900 CDs in my room so uh. there you go, you know, so it was I, I really do miss that and I actually I could get it back if I wanted to but I haven't I need to find the time to do it it's time it's time and it's it's money and stuff like that as mm. well but like a, um, one aspect of it that I do love that it doesn't have anything else it's kind of like when if you, I don't know if you if you read like a ton of books but when you find a book when you find a book that you really want to read, but you're just like, I could order it on Amazon or I could go into chapters and actually find it. And it is that nice, but records is the same as having that thing of going into like maybe a secondhand store and finding an yeah. album. That, it is literally yeah. a way of spending time. Yeah. yeah, and, like, yeah. and I think that's a nice thing because I think I, I think when you make, when you write music a lot, I don't know if this is the same for everyone else, but when you write and play music all the time, sometimes you, you have musical fatigue to actually Oh, have yeah. downtime listening to music so I, i've like i used to do it a lot more i used to listen to a lot more music when i was younger if that makes sense yeah but when you're kind of con- when you're when your constant life and grind and pursuit is music sometimes you're like well now the last thing i want to do is put on any music yeah uh, no, I, wanna, I understand that and I, I go for walks now in silence i used to i like <laughs> like honestly yeah. it's like if you're writing all day the last thing you want to do here's, here's, is put music in your ears and walk around but it's the same like when i when i go to a music <clears> festival <throat> I, when i come back i won't listen to music for about a like easily a week yeah and, yeah, I, and yeah. it's just like it's just it's, and then you hear it and you're just like i just don't want to i've had enough i hear it's like it, yeah. it's the thing that i love most but it's just like yeah. I've had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, a, it's it's my job and it is my life. And when, you know, when you take a break from your job, what do you do? You don't do your job. Yeah. You do something else. So, you know, I, I love to just walk in silence. <laughs> it's terrible, but I do. <laughs> so uh, uh, if you could collab with anybody, who who would it be? Ooh. Um, well, in the modern context, I do love The weekend. I have to say. Um, I can imagine you guys making some pretty. I think we'd make a banging pop song. I think it'd be good. There'd be a lot of the combining of those two voices as well. That would be unbelievable. I I would love to do that. So, like, at some yeah, something like that would be a dream. I I also would love to like work with someone like uh, like from a producing point of view. I'd love to work with Pharrell. I just think you know he's one of the best pop minds that there's Mm, been of the modern era. He's unbelievable live yeah. as well, by the way. Yeah, he's just pretty just, awesome. Just phenomenal, just phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, some something something like that. I'd love to, as a producer, I'd love to work with him and just see what would come out someday. You know, so they're 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 the big dreams. Let's say. Yeah, 
They're pretty big. They're pretty big. <laughs> I've, I've, this has been a problem I've had for a long time. <laughs> I definitely can see you doing it. But like the, the weekend especially, I was like, that would be just a phenomenal, like I can just see, I can I can literally, no, I can't envision how that would work, but I've, I can dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll dream together. Yeah, so. dream together. <laughs> um, who would you consider one of the most underrated artists going at the moment? Mm, okay. Uh, there's a lot going for that. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw a couple out there. Um, so I think Soda Blonde, who are oh, like yeah, some fantastic. of my best friends, are one of like like regardless of my relationship with them as 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 people, they are in my opinion the best like writing the best band music in yeah, Ireland. Yeah, they're very good. Like it's 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 a level above a lot of lot of people. You know, I think so. Uh, they they deserve to be world renowned in my opinion. So I think they'll get there. They're finished their uh, new album and uh, it'll be you know coming out at some point but like they're they're literally in the process of of doing that at the moment and they are just i think they're Class. remarkable yeah um so that's one um just another one then would be um i think that there's a man there's a man called jinx lennon i don't know if you know i've ever heard of jinx lennon no is it irish is it irish yeah and like he's now he's not and he wouldn't mind me saying this he's not everyone's cup of tea it is definitely a it's a, it's almost like punk music that is with a Dundalk accent and it's oh, like wow. um uh but he's kind of like he's the real deal like a pose type of thing or no he so like he, do, he he does his own acoustic guitar setup with and he has like a, a, a kick drum and um and like a cymbal that he smacks and uh, and and a synth that he kind of just suddenly does mad sounds with. it's like it's just it's like i've gone to probably six of his gigs yeah that he does around town and in different places and it's like it's like a public announcement, you know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> he comes into the into the gig and he just he just takes. I am here. Oh my god! <laughs> Hear me it's roar. Like, you know, so, so for yeah, so like for like my love of like people who just seize moments of yeah. performance. This guy's like he's a oh he's like a I don't know what he's like you know it's just like I, he he blows my mind and he because he he has true conviction because he actually you know uh, he works in a hospital. All oh, right. Okay. By day and then is like this you know this punk madman by night and he's just i just think he's an, he's one of the most extraordinary intellects i've come across in, in in music so he he would have an underground following and respect of as like and does he have recorded songs as well oh yeah oh he does yeah, yeah he does yeah okay. yeah yeah and like they're they're checking like, that out on the way home yeah, yeah. so like it's really now it's, it's very uh it's like almost the spoken word elements to it it's almost it's comical it's like you know it's like it, it, it's it's like commenting on society in a in a very dark but humorous way, kind yeah. of, if you know what I mean. It's it's very interesting. It's very okay. very so like, I, I, like almost satirical, is it? Or? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I, you, no, but sometimes it could be very serious, like very serious messages. You know, um, you know, like like his most famous song is called "You Must Forgive the." And I can't say the word. You know, C T S right. So you must forgive the right. Right. And so like so he's he's uh very you know that was his kind of thing that really launched him a bit yeah. let's say at the time and so like you know it's <laughs> yeah. kind of that i think that's all I, that sends know, a message that yeah. gives you a vibe so it's like you know he, he it's very strong clear direct messaging right that sometimes will make you laugh sometimes will make you almost cry he he pulls, pushes and pulls you around the place he disorientates you basically in i'll be looking forward to listening to that now because i do like that there it's it, i do like when you find something that especially if it's irish that you're just like oh because you you know you have the opportunity that you're just like oh i could actually maybe see this that does just 
change the, the, the normality of what you listen to a little this bit. This will yeah. do that. This yeah. will do that. <laughs> okay, good to hear. So Jinx is spelled G-I-N-X, yeah? G-I-N-X, Jinx, okay. Lennon, yeah. And, um... Sorry, J. Did I say G? Well, I think J. 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 Yeah. I. N. X. Yeah. Uh, best advice you'd give your younger self? Um, don't go into music. <laughs> um, no. Um, um, I. Jeez, I don't know. Like I said, like maybe you know, don't spend so much. I think I spent so much money on Domino's pizza when I was like sixteen. Why is it my my sister when she was sixteen did that as well? And yeah. just like, it's I, like I, you, when, you're when not I, working right now. When, when I had the freedom. <laughs> Of, you know, kind of being like, I can order pizza now by myself yeah. kind of thing. You know, when I was yeah, at yeah, a certain yeah. age, I just overdid it. And so not only for my <laughs> waistline, but for like, I, I, I must, I don't know. I'd love to know the amount of money that I've spent on oh, on Domino's pizza. Mine so that's, be, what, yeah, that's yeah, one thing I regret. Chicken curry now would be my one. I just like, I, don't I, love, like, I, love, a, I love a curry after, well, especially when you're hungover, I love a curry. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I nearly just, because it, there was a freedom aspect of like, I'm going to order pizza now, I think actually, you know, just, it was just a, it was an early adulthood thing that I just was obsessed with. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it is kind of one of those things, especially when you get money, it's like, I'm an adult now. I can order takeaway by yeah, myself. I don't yeah. need my money. I don't have to ask for my, yeah, yeah. my, my parents for 20 quid. <laughs> I'm going to spend all my money yeah. on it. So I know that's totally random, but that is honestly one thing I think back on. I go, well, how much money did I spend on? Like, if I didn't spend that money, how much more money would I have now? So that's one That's one regret. I would be like, stop ordering pizza. <laughs> and uh, the final question, <coughs> I, always end the, I always end the interview with this question, is uh, what do you love most about the art that you make? <sighs> big question to leave at the end <laughs> about the art that I make about the art that you make yes well uh, well, from the outset that's that's a hard question to an- answer without sounding self-indulgent but I'm going to just do it okay yes, <laughs> so okay. let's do it um, so yeah so like I think that I obviously think it's important and I think it's good and it's worth listening to and that what I particularly like is the stagecraft of what I do, I think yeah. is important in the modern context because I think that's lacking today. Really great front people is about lacking in, in popular culture. I completely agree with you as so well. So I that's I almost feel like that's my main pursuit is 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 bringing a little bit of what people might call starry quality back yeah. to live performance. And so that's that's what I love most about what I do is that pursuit. Sure. And the and I almost feel like I'm on a journey to do that. And I, I'm just doing it. You know what I mean? And I, I've given up everything to do it and I will always do that. So, um, yeah, how that makes me feel and how that makes other people feel when it works, when it connects with the people, when people that, that I love that. And I think that's my favorite aspect of, of the whole thing is, is that pursuit. Good answer. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's us. Uh, thank mm. you so much for coming on. Uh, just where can everybody find you before we before we go? Shabzi music, everywhere. Everywhere. So yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, it's, it's one TikTok. word. It's not hard to get right. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, well you, you'd, you'd be, be surprised. surprised. People get it very wrong. Actually, that might be. A, can I tell a quick story on that? that might yeah, be work away. Yeah. Might um, someone came up to me one time in uh, in Wheelands, and I I was getting very. You know, it was kind of like they'd be, they'd been looking over, and I was thinking, oh, jeez think they might be coming over now to you know say something or yeah, something yeah. i was getting a little bit excited right i was thinking oh they're gonna like this was kind of early on when i was first starting off and i was like oh, i think they you know they came up sorry sorry to bother you there you know i was like yeah go on yeah they're like shonda is it you're great i was like shonda, shonda. i was like that's really far away from Shopsy. that's not even close it's like shonda 
<laughs> you know, I, I had a person who came up to me who was like, uh, I see that you're doing uh, Shane's artwork. And I was just like, who the fuck is Shane? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah well, I just thought that was it. So there's been a lot of there's been Scoby, Scoby. That was one of the worst ones as well. Scoby because it bad, sounds yeah. Oh, like that. I don't Scoby know. is like a like I. It was a thing that you, for either like I think like a junkie maybe or something like that. Yeah, it's not a nice, it's not a good word. Yeah, you know? like it doesn't sound nice. No. Scoby. Anyway, so like yeah, so Scoby, Shobsby, um, oh, Shonda is the worst because it's not even close. But Shonda, I just Shonda I remember that that made me yeah. laugh. God, it was so funny. I was like Shonda. That's actually a good name, Shonda. <laughs> but it, there's something feminine about the name Shonda that makes, I, like, you know, not that that's a bad thing because I like to embrace that side yeah. of myself. But uh, Shonda, I was like, that's not my name. <laughs> no, come on. How am I? Good antidote to finish. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Mara. No problem. And uh, all right, well, I guess I'll see you later. Bye bye.